Hello, this is Penn Gillette. If I were to actually listen to the Liberal Cube podcast featuring host Jordan Maywood, I could potentially enjoy it. The Libra Cube. That is a podcast we haven't heard yet. Might be good, might be terrible. The Libro Cube Podcast with host Jordan Maywood. All right, here we go. This comes to us from our good friend Jordan Maywood. You call hamburger steamed ham. Yes. Hello, welcome to the LibroCube. Uh, my name is Jordan Maywood and I am the lackadaisical LibroCubicalist. This show is one or two. No, no, this is one in which I discuss, mm, discuss is not the right word, throw out, throw up. Hmm, I'm still searching for what it is. Basically, let me boil it down. I talk about all the media I have consumed. Because I have this working theory, let's call it, that if I don't, it will sit up in the dusty attic of my mind and drive me mad. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, basically, I, I, I rather than let that happen, because that doesn't sound fun. Well, it sounds a little fun, to be honest. I throw it out. Throw it out. Yeah, I, I guess that's what we're going with. I throw it out. Let me move this. There, that's a bit better. Move this microphone. Okay, uh, so I should mention, which I feel like I've been a little lackadaisical <laughs> about uh, mentioning the fact that you may not have consumed some of this media yourself, so I could spoil it for you. And I don't want to do that. So, you know, be warned of spoilers is what that was. Uh, okay, I guess I will push a button... That will get us started like this. Movie monologue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Accidentally pushed several buttons at once there. Today's movie monologue sponsor is Shrooms. Thank you. For that sponsorship. Movie the first, Fantastic Fun Guy, or Fungi, as a lot of, of the professionals in this movie who know, are in the know, uh, revolving around mushrooms and funguses and such, they called it Fungi, a lot of uh, scientific folks. So is that actually how you say it? I always thought Fungi, but maybe it's Fungi weird maybe it's like the whole gif gif debate <sighs> i don't know fungi sounds better uh fantastic fungi is a descriptive time-lapse journey about the magical mysterious and medicinal world of fungi and their power to heal sustain and contribute to the regeneration of life on earth that began 3.5 billion years ago gee 3.5 billion why did i think it was longer than that oh uh Maybe that's when these came along, but there was other stuff before. Anyways, uh, yeah, a cool documentary, obviously a documentary, uh, Nature Doc, and for someone who, for some reason, like all my favorite 
and I don't know what the sort of correlation here, but uh, I assume it's something. All my favorite, like, nature docs, like whenever there's a planet Earth or whatever, or, or the ocean ones, usually my favorite ones are when they do, like, the, the super, super deep underwater, like, uh, uh, insane, you know, Mariana's Trench type depths where you see all this crazy stuff that has never been seen before. Those are always my favorite. And quite often things involving nature where whether it's plants or fungi i'll go fungi every single time it's just being more interesting and it's perhaps not too surprising because one of the things we learn early on in this movie is the fact that the species of fungi fungi are uh, uh, so numerous that they are way way more than plants and 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 just about I don't know every uh, phylum, but uh, there are a shit ton. <laughs> you know, let's just say that because quite often they grow in shit. There are a shit ton of different uh, fungi species, and we explore some of them in this movie, which are uh, uh, very, very well done. Uh, I, I did like the time lapse, which they uh, just show sort of various types of mushrooms growing while uh, people are talking. So it's sort of a good. Uh, uh, instead of a constant uh, talking head, which can get boring, they'll have the talking head uh, where you get to watch mushrooms grow, which is pretty cool, and shoot off their spores and such. Uh, I did a lot of talk of uh, 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 psilocybin and and how that's been used to treat uh, PTSD, among other things. Uh, some claiming, I suppose they can't outright say yet, uh, that... Uh, some of these fungi have cured cancer and things of that nature. So just, just just a fascinating watch. I highly recommend if you have any interest in nature docs, you'll like it. And, uh, you know, you get learned at the same time. So why not? Uh, movie the second of only two movies I have this uh, particular movie monologue, The Ritual from 2017. Okay, just did some microphone adjustment, which hopefully helps test test. Yeah, it's still not great, it looks like, for some reason. Huh. Well, it'll have to do. Uh, yes, uh, movie the second, The Ritual from 2017. And I do specify 2017 because apparently there's quite a number of movies named The Ritual. Uh, this is a Netflix-created uh, movie. A group of college friends reunite for a trip to the forest, but encounter a menacing present in the woods that's stalking them. <laughs> yeah, um, that is, I suppose, an uh, accurate description, if not a apt description, because uh, it gets much more... Like, that could almost make it sound like, you know, like it's a, a some sort of creature, like like Jaws, but in the woods, let's say. But uh, this is much more psychological than that. Uh, let me just sort of describe one scene early on where this, this group of friends comes across a, a, a sort of creepy cabin in the woods. Not unlike the movie, Cabin in the Woods. Uh, uh, so uh, they end up spending the night there. 
uh, just because, you know, rain and being lost in the woods and such, uh, and wake up the next day, uh, and there's four of them. Let me see if I can remember each of them. Uh, one of them uh, uh, had such a bad nightmare that was just screaming, 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 and peed his pants. And, and that was the least, <laughs> uh, uh, I would say. Uh, one of them, uh, similar, but was just sort of staring at something and repeating a name over and over again. Creepy. Uh, one of them uh, uh, had somehow, and this, I guess, sort of the main guy, um, ended, out, out, ended up outside... Uh, where something was sort of retreating, and uh, I guess he couldn't quite tell what it was, and had left a mark on his chest that looked like five sort of fingerprints, five bloody fingerprints that had sort of embedded into his skin, and he was like bleeding from those. Uh, yeah, that's pretty creepy. And then, uh, to me, the creepiest of all is uh, uh, the fourth guy who ended up sort of upstairs in this cabin, completely naked, and sort of seemingly praying to this uh creepy uh, no-headed shrine thing made of straw and antlers uh, uh, fucked up <laughs> just fucked up and and we the viewer i'm just sort of a a general <laughs> a general sense of like it, it does a thing that i feel like all horror movies does uh, where you get to a certain point and like you you kind of know what's going on and you see the bad thing and, and then it gets less scary but uh, the build-up to that is is, is very ugh. oh shit i forgot to rate the fungi movie uh fungi movie 4.789 repeating sure uh the ritual rating wise which is what reminded me to rate the other movie uh geez i'm gonna go with solid uh four and change yeah from the very specific to the not specific rating why not uh definitely creepy uh, and if you like a creepy movie this i think will will get the job done for you oh shit yeah let me get my buttons ready to push this one now Television talk. Today's television talk sponsor is the Church Unicycle National Team, or CUNT. Thank you for your sponsorship. Movie the first, Dicktown. Oh, what is this? Ten episodes. TV miniseries, it says here on Imbida. Uh, these are a little bite size, you know, 10, 15 minute uh, episodes. The very uh, adult swim feeling. Uh, nerdy private detective John Hunchman <laughs> and his jock sidekick David Purifioy, I forget how he said it on the show, investigate oddball mysteries in their small town. What's the name of the town? You guessed it, Dicktown or Richardsville. I forget. Uh, John Hunchman, voiced by John Hodgman. Wait a second. Those names are very similar sounding. In fact, 
John Hodgman, uh, John Hodgman, rather, uh, is how I found out about this because uh, had mentioned it uh, once or twice on his podcast, uh, Judge John Hodgman, which I highly recommend, which actually I feel like I haven't brought back here uh, in a while to talk about during the Internet's Intercourse segment. So please just pretend that I did so because I recommend it. Uh, yeah, uh, so knowing he was involved and knowing things that he is involved in are good things, I uh, decided to check it out and I am happy I did. It's sort of like um, there was a time as a youth where I, and I'm definitely not alone in this fact, where I uh, read a shit ton of Hardy Boys books. Uh, they were, you know, simple, easy reads. You know what? It was right around the time where I sort of became a reader. Uh, like I wasn't always, it was like later into my high school, like grade 12, maybe even 13, which they don't have anymore. Uh, 11, 12, 13, somewhere in that neighborhood is when I, I went from a non-reader to a reader. And during that sort of transition, I think was where I uh, zoomed through like, like 30 plus uh, it may have been more like I re and they were like the old school ones uh that my grandparents had um <laughs> one thing I remember of those is that uh, eventually and it probably should have happened sooner but I was not yet a experienced reader let's say um eventually I reached a point where I realized that every one of these books is basically the same story <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, smugglers, that was, that was a classic one. <laughs> it's, it's all, they're all sort of the same. They were interesting. They were good. And, and you know what, talking about them, thinking about them and watching Dicktown make me want to maybe revisit one and just see what they're like, uh, uh, uh see how they hold up. Probably not well was my assumption. They're like, you know, what's the, the, the babysitter's club. Like that's, it's almost like back in the day, the girls had the babysitter's club and the boys had hardy boys. Uh, yeah, so picture the Hardy Boys, but they've grown up and they're still solving crimes of a, a sort of youthful nature, let's say, uh, and comedy and uh, animated and goodness and rating. Jeez, do I go five out of five? Um, no, I don't go quite five out of five. I go very slightly less than five out of five for a dick town. Hopefully they make more. Uh, moving on to Robbie from 2020 oh i didn't realize it was this new uh not dissimilar to dick town in that i found this through the star talking about it on a podcast hey how about that the star uh rory scoville who is a comedian very funny i think the first time i ever i uh, i don't know if this is accurate but if it's not it's funny anyway so i'll pretend it is first time we ever saw rory scoville do stand up he did so I think it was maybe on Pete Holmes show. I forget where it was exactly. It was definitely on TV. Uh, and he did his set in a German accent and having never seen him before, uh, I just assumed he was German um, because none of his comedy really had anything to do with Germany. It was just a, a normal set just with a guy with a German accent. But then sort of later learned, wait a second, he was just doing an accent for basically no reason other than uh, shits and giggles or presumably, and I've heard him talk somewhat at length of his comedy uh, to keep himself entertained, which uh, which is not something that should be uh, uh, scoffed at because uh, quite often some of the best comedians are those who uh, go out there and try to have fun try to not do it you know 
uh, for the audience so much as themselves. Uh, and seemingly that is a, a comedic tact that uh, Rory Scovel has. Okay, anyways, not here to talk about that. Here to talk about this television show, which uh, uh, eight episodes, one season... Uh, I don't think it's coming back, despite the fact that, uh, if, at least from the sounds of what Rory said, uh, it says TV series 2000 dash, which means maybe there'll be more, but I kind of, it didn't sound like it is. Uh, an overzealous church league basketball coach aspires to restore glory to his rural Georgia town by following in his father's footsteps as the infamous coach who won two high school basketball championships in the 90s. Uh, father played by, shit, what the hell is that guy's name? Bo Bridges. Yeah. Uh, you got, got Bo Bridges for that. That's pretty good. Got some Mary Holland in here. Actually got quite a few, uh, I think you'll, you'll see popping out throughout the odd, uh, podcasty, uh, actor or actress, uh, rating wise, not dissimilar to Dick town. Easy for me to give it not quite a five. Uh, very, very good. A lot of laughs. Did something that I like of shows of this ilk is uh, not 100% jokes 100% of the time. There's some serious moments and doesn't take itself 100% seriously 100% of the time, which is also not good. Uh, uh, strides the line of both, which gives it the feel of reality is always my sort of theory. Uh, so I uh, recommend that. Uh, you can check it out on YouTube. Uh, that was something that um, Roy Scoville mentioned on the podcast, and one of the reasons that I, I decided to scope it out because it's so readily available is uh, apparently Comedy Central, uh, who who made this show, um, decided to post it on their YouTube channel. Uh, so you know, co cool for us, anyways. Huh? All right, uh, what's next on my list here? Button and my push. I'm gonna push this one next. Boop. Game Gavin. Today's Game Gavin sponsor is Raider Brand Rust Remover. Thank you for that sponsorship. Okay, I think I actually teased at this next, uh, last, I mean, last episode uh, that I was going to talk a little bit about Fallout 77, uh, 77, yeah, they made a new one, Fallout 76, I mean, Jesus Christ, you know what, this, uh, this is actually somewhat apt that I'm screwing up the description of this, because it's like a glitch, and this fucking game is driving me nuts with its glitches. Uh, I actually didn't plan on talking about uh, that in particular, but... Uh, I'm having so many technical issues with this game lately that uh, it's very, very frustrating to the degree where uh, I'm debating just not even playing it anymore. Like, it, it's it's virtually unplayable in its current state, which is very, very sad. And uh, I was going to talk about One Wasteland, which is a, a cool thing they have done, a pretty cool thing, where before on the map... Uh, if you're unfamiliar with this game, some of this might not make sense. Before on the map, you would uh, go to some areas and the, and the bad guys, the baddies you would encounter would be lower level and some areas would be higher level. Um, you know, there's, a, I suppose, a sort of logic to that. But what they've done with the uh, One Wasteland update is that uh, now all baddies on the map sort of scale to your level 
which is a, a, a cool idea in most regards. It's made the game quite a bit harder, obviously, uh, where where all baddies are going to at least be, you know, level... Uh, uh, my character is a level 120 almost. So uh, the, the lowest I'm going to find is level 50, whereas the lowest I might find before would be like, you know, like level 5, where the a stiff breeze from, from one of my farts would kill them. <laughs> and now uh, less so. Uh, so, <laughs> stiff breeze from one of my farts. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, uh, overall, I, I, I think for long-term playability, uh, it's a good thing and, and, and makes areas that you might, uh, not go to because they're just boring, uh, a, a little more exciting. So, you know, cool in that regard. However, um, because I've been virtually unable to play the game, uh, I'm not going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about this fucking... It's not the glitches uh, that that'll happen from time to time. It's the fact that I constantly get uh, uh, disconnected from server. Uh, if you're unfamiliar, again, a lot of this won't make sense. But this game is a online game, um, so if you are disconnected from the online server, it means you can't play the game. Uh, I'll go sometimes three seconds, sometimes thirty minutes, but inevitably my game will disconnect from server and it'll boot me out to the to the main screen and I'll have to start again. Uh, I've lost a shit ton of progress doing uh, a lot of uh, events and such, a lot of missions. Um, there's certain areas of the game where seemingly if I go into them at all, it, it'll cause this error, but there's, there's no real rhyme to reason that I can figure out why it's happening. I've, been in con uh, I've tried a, a crap ton like dozens of fixes that I've found online. None of them have worked. I'm uh, in contact now with Bethesda support. Oh, they just sent me something. Uh, let me see. Thank you. Flush your DNS. You're playing with a variable IP address. Okay, so they give me two more fixes. I uh, guess I'll try. Like, I, I'm literally into the uh, dozens of fixes now, uh, and none of them have worked. So it's getting very frustrating, and I don't like it. Uh, I, like, when I have a game, I just want to be able to play that game. A game I've paid for, a game that I uh, really, really like when it works uh perhaps that makes it doubly frustrating when it doesn't work when i want to just sit down and play it uh so right now fallout 76 is getting a zero out of five yeah sadness <sighs> all right i guess i'll push another button so i'm not good at saying not nice things on this podcast normally it's all positivity and that's what was my original plan but can't do it when you're broke. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie bit me. Is this real life? Internet intercourse. I like turtles. Today's internet intercourse sponsor is Me Sensitives. Thank you for that sponsorship. All right, item the first, a uh, cool little thing, uh, Adam Savage's Loft Tour. Yeah, I've been greatly uh, enjoying Adam Savage's YouTube channel. Uh, I believe Tested is the name of his, excuse me, uh, channel. Just, uh, you know, one-day builds, tool tips, 
just uh, shooting the shit, doing some Q&A. It's all good. It's all sort of mellow, relaxing, heart warming sometimes, uplifting, educational, just just all around good good shit. It's good shit. It's good internet shit. So I bring it back here. Uh, something he recently did, which apparently he'd never done before, is give the tour of uh, uh, the loft he has above his shop. This, you know, sort of the uh, uh, storage and, uh, you know, little nitty gritty and what the hell's he got up there. Knickknacks, paddywax, give a dog a bones, uh, all sorts of interesting stuff. So uh, if you uh, are familiar with Adam Savage and haven't seen his shop, you'll be interested uh, just in seeing that. But then you get up into an area that's uh, seemingly mostly unexplored. Kind of cool as well. So, you know, why not check it out? Moving on to Hello from the Magic Tavern with guest Mike Mitchell and Nick Weiger. <laughs> what? That is a weird and delightful combination that I was not expecting and after listening to came out so, so very well. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with Hello from the Magic Tavern, uh, uh, Artie Neekamp, which is a name as Kevin Balk would say, uh, was pulled into a sort of fantasy realm, as happens from time to time, and uh, he's uh, managed to get a Wi-Fi signal back to this real world, uh, and is doing a uh, podcast with all sorts of interesting, fantastical, magical folks and such and things and bobs. Uh, In this particular episode, uh, uh, Mike Mitchell and Nick Weiger... Uh, I'll, I'll give you a little behind-the-scenes action. Pretend to be other people who exist in this world. I whispered it a little bit. Uh, and it's uh, it's delightful and goes places that <laughs> are very unexpected. And, uh, yeah, it it's probably falls into the, the category of you have to listen to and explaining... Not only would be uh, virtually impossible, but wouldn't do it justice. So I'm not going to try. Because as I say to the kids out there, if work is hard, don't do it. Next we have uh, Bruce Green. Oh, a funhouse. Uh, playing Phasmophobia. Uh, Phasmophobia is a game that uh, seemingly all of a sudden sort of exploded onto Twitch. Uh, a crap ton of people playing it. Uh, it, it, it's sort of a, a Ghostbusters-esque in that, uh, and it looks like you could play in VR as well. Bruce is playing in VR, um, where you sort of go to various houses or buildings and have to figure out what is haunting it. Uh, and you know what I never saw? Hmm. Do you have to stop the haunting? actually don't know that uh like it, it always seemed from all the gameplay i've i've seen of this game so far it's more like you have to go to say a haunted house and figure out uh is it a poltergeist is it a demon is it a a, a, a gin is it a like you have to sort of more classify what it is than solve the issue of its haunting uh so so interesting in that regard and uh seemed like a lot of fun um i recommend checking out twitch uh people playing that because it also you know has that spook factor and hey uh, at least from my perspective recording this it's uh 
give you a behind the scenes uh october 12th <laughs> there you go i don't know when this is dropping but it, it will be quite a ways from then uh last but not least uh andy kindler's state of the industry yes uh traditionally andy kindler will go on down or come on up i should say since i'm in canada come on up come on up to uh just for laughs uh comedy festival in montreal uh and will uh, uh do his state of the industry where he will talk about all the things that have happened in the world of comedy uh, while being comedic doing so and you know if you're doing hack comedy he's gonna let you have it uh this was the first year that uh needless to say done online which was interesting um he mentioned and uh if you listen to thought spiral his podcast you will also know hasn't really done much in the way of online comedy since the pandemic started so uh, uh this was sort of not his first foray but one of his first forays into this uh, new medium almost it feels like and um d- despite that fact i think did very very well uh, i laughed repeatedly and he sort of leaned into the fact that uh, him not being able to hear the laughter that he's normally used to question mark. <laughs> uh, that's, yeah. Uh, w- was a little different and a little weird feeling, but, uh, overall I-, I think it went well. And, uh, I recommend, uh, you could probably go on YouTube and watch past years and just like binge these, which I highly recommend. And, uh, this one actually, uh, Andy tweeted it out and said it would be available until Monday, so might not be available anymore since it is many months, uh, weeks past the Monday that some enterprising individual may uh, post it online. You never know. Uh, at the very least, I know there's a uh, past episodes you can. Uh, oh shit, mosquito! How the fuck did I get a mosquito in here? Uh, anyways, as I was saying before, I may or may not have killed that mosquito, uh, and check out Andy Kindler in general, but his state of the industries in particular on YouTubes, I think. Oh, wait, what's this? Oh, okay. I wasn't expecting this button to be pushed. Oh, it looks like we've got a little cleanup conversation here, sponsored by Margarine Sphere Turkey. Thank you for that sponsorship. Okay, uh, yeah, sometimes I'll throw a cleanup conversation in, uh, particularly uh, when I didn't have a a segment like i didn't have a book banter because as i mentioned last week and it still holds true for this week the book i'm reading not that great so it's taking me longer than normal to read it because uh, the motivation to do so is lessened than with a good book uh i I shouldn't say a good book a book that i am enjoying less Mm, yeah much more accurate anyways uh i thought i would throw out my easy thanksgiving meal that i prepared for myself uh, a couple days ago uh from my perspective because uh up here in canada we uh celebrate uh, thanksgiving in october yes yes learn something new every day if you are in the u.s and didn't know that presumably um 
so uh, this is my my simple, almost no work uh, Thanksgiving meal that uh, I made for myself because uh, the missus uh, went to visit her parents and stayed overnight and, you know, had a little family thing. So rather than totally miss out on the Thanksgiving spirit, if such a thing exists, uh, because I am self-isolating because, uh, you know, things... Uh, I decided, you know what, I'm going to make myself a goddamn Thanksgiving meal. So this is what I did. Step one, and this is an easy one, uh, just in terms of knowing uh, how to lessen the amount of work. Butterball turkey. Yeah. Uh, key number one of the purchase of a butterball turkey is you get the one that has stuffing in the center. If you don't, it's going to be too much. It's too much otherwise. It's... Uh, it, and not just in terms of actual physical having too much turkey for one person, <laughs> but also uh, I, I feel like they don't taste as good. Uh, I, I've got one of those once and uh, it, it's just like it's dense. It's uh, it, not dry even necessarily. It, it's just it's, it's too it's too much. It's too much. That, that's all I'm going to say. Get the one with the stuffing and the metal step one easy to cook you uh, uh take the plastic off put, run it under the water for a minute pull that off put it in the oven for four hours don't even have to touch it the whole time easy peasy lemon squeezy uh step two microwave potatoes yes i know what you're thinking not as good as the original potatoes you know what you get the garlic ones and i'm gonna level with you they're a little bit better yeah, garlic mash, microwave, simple, easy, seconds. Step three. Um, what was my other one? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, so the last hour, half hour, you, you don't have to be accurate. Put some mushrooms in the oven with the turkey. Let them, you know, cook up. Put some uh, spices on them to taste easy. Don't even touch them. Spices, oil, done. Take the turkey out after your four hours. The mushrooms will be done. Put those mushrooms in a pot with a can of Swiss chalet gravy. Let that cook for a bit. You got your mushrooms. You got your potatoes. You got your stuffing in the turkey. You're good to go. What more do you need? Sure, you could probably have some vegetables. Hell, get some uh, uh, frozen ones, microwave them, and some butter or margarine. You're done there as well. I didn't do that. Who needs vegetables? Vegetables are for, for suckers. I guess potatoes are vegetable. Garlic is a vegetable. Mushroom, as we learned from the movie, is not a vegetable. You know what I forgot to mention of the movie? Here we go. Bring it back around from the first thing I said to the last thing, like a professional might do. Um, apparently we are more closely related to mushrooms, I say we as in humans, than we are to, um, like other things. <laughs> oh my God. Really fell apart at the end. Folks, it's nice. Yeah. Was it ever really together? Yeah. It's nice to be nice to the nice. This is the end of the show. A sincere thank you for listening time to plug some things and I do not mean buts. You can like us on Facebook. You can follow Jordan underscore Maywood on Twitter. You can subscribe and comment on iTunes. Lastly, if you would like to contact the podcast, you can email 
jordan.maywood at gmail.com. I would like to conclude that I am not a robot and that I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. Nah, something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. Wait till you see that sunshine day You ain't seen nothing yet The best is yet to come and be Won't it be fine The best is yet to come Live long and prosper